This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Good morning, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Hey, I'm glad you guys are with me. Today is Monday, the 12th of November. It's Mailbox Monday, one of my favorite days of the week. I am going to be answering a question today from Jessica, who was wondering how in the world she can ever bring balance to her battlefield life. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so you guys know I love taking your questions here at the podcast. If you have a question that you'd like to see addressed, shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. One of the things I've been getting a lot of lately is uh, those of you who are interested in having us bring the Heidi St. John Women's Conference to your neck of the woods. We are currently booking for 2019 and 2020 right now. And what we really want to do is get an area that we kind of go back to, like a loop, I guess, that we go back to over and over again. There's a couple places we're looking at right now. So if this is you, uh, get in touch with us. We are looking to come to Nebraska, probably to the Lincoln, Nebraska area. If you know a church in that area that would be interested in hosting a one-day women's event uh, that would get those women into the Word of God and equip them for the journey, uh, please get in touch with us. The next place we're looking for is California, particularly uh, around Los Angeles and south of there. So if that's you and you know of a church that we could participate with to bring the women's conference there. The theme right now is Miracle Worker, the life-changing power of following Jesus. And my conference is one day long. It includes lunch and we bring the whole thing in. So uh, let us know if that's something that you can do. If I didn't mention your neck of the woods and you're wondering if we can come there and you're willing to help us do the footwork, reach out to us. You can contact my assistant, Melissa. Just email her, melissa at thebusymom.com. All right, today I'm going to answer a question from Jessica. So Jessica is asking a question that I get a lot this time of year because we're all struggling with the same thing, and that is this. How do we maintain balance so that the holidays are upon us and the weather has changed here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest? All the leaves now are off the trees and on my grass. (laughs) But this really is my favorite time of the year, partly because I'm not on the road and can really concentrate on just uh, being with my kids and learning some new recipes and sitting around the fire in the evening. These are the things we love to do. And even in the midst of it, we struggle to find balance. And this is kind of what I hear you saying, Jessica. She says, Dear Heidi, I am struggling with how to maintain balance in my busy family. It's always frustrating when the holidays come. And I have to add, the holiday activities to my already busy life. What do you recommend? All right, so the first thing, Jessica, that I'm gonna recommend is that you assess what it is that's important to you. So I'm gonna give you guys a couple of things because this really, Jessica's question really emulates a lot of the questions that we get this time of year at the podcast. And so I thought it would be good just to go through a couple of things that I think would help you find balance. Actually, any time of year, this will work but particularly as you come into this busy season of the holidays. So the first thing you wanna do is have the right priorities. So Jessica, here's the question you asked. What's important to me? 
What's important to me? And you can really nail down what's important to you. And then after you nail it down, you start to to prioritize what you do based on those things that are important to you. So women, I think, especially this time of year, we wear a lot of hats, right? Uh, we wear the hat of mom. We're trying to take care of our, our families. We wear the hat of oftentimes volunteer work. Then we need to come home and be super awesome for our husband. So we wear that hat also. And I think sometimes we we don't we don't put boundaries up right? We don't put boundaries up in our friendships. We don't put boundaries up at work. We don't put boundaries up with volunteering. And I want to remind you, Jessica first, but then the rest of you too, <laughs> that our most, I'm going to preach to myself right now. Our most important role is the one that God has given us at home. It really is. So I want to encourage you to give each other grace. You don't have to go to every holiday party that you're invited to. You don't have to participate in the cookie exchange. You don't have to do all of those things. If you feel like you're already maxed out taking care of your family and making sure that you've got uh, meals on the table and making sure that your kids are know, and they know that they're loved and that they're being educated, then uh, maybe it's not a season for you to add all those things to your plate. And if it turns you into a screaming, yelling mom, then I'd say for sure probably not in that in that place to be able to do that. So remember that a lack of boundaries invites drama. And you guys know me, I'm like, just say no to drama. If you realize it's not working, uh, you're going to have to back out of it somehow. And this is difficult, I think, especially where women are concerned. We we can easily get our feelings hurt. We kind of wear, a lot of times we can wear our, our feelings on our shoulder or our sleeve. And then we wind up in trouble because we commit to things that we knew all along we probably couldn't do. So I want you to, I'm just gonna encourage you, ask yourself what's important to me uh, because only you can determine your life's priorities and those priorities are gonna determine how you spend your time. And so if your priorities, like for Jay and I, one of the things we did this year was determine that we weren't gonna have our kids in every single Christmas production known to man. So we determined there were an, there were several days that we blocked out in the month of December just to hang out, just to have white space, just if we want to go Christmas light looking or we want to make hot chocolate or we want to play a board game or uh, whatever it is, we have the time to do that. And that meant that we had to say no to other things. So have your priorities in order. First question you ask yourself is what's important to me? What's important to our family? This is a good thing to sit around the table with and talk. Start, start with your husband or men. Start with your wife. Sit down and say, hey, how do we want the holidays to look? I'm telling you. She will love that. It's really sexy, guys. When you in, invite yourself into the scheduling and into the running of your home and come alongside your wife and say, what, what do we want to make this holiday season look like? I'm telling you it, she will be so happy. And uh, that, can, that can go well for you. <laughs> I'll just leave that right there. All right, the next thing is you want to act according to those priorities. So the first question that you ask yourself is, what's important to me? What's important to our family? Then the next question is, where do we want, we, we, we've got our priorities down and we wanna act according to them. So we ask ourselves the question, where am I going? And wherever we decide to go in our family relationships, we wanna be there. That means you've gotta communicate your priorities with your children and with your friends. These are, this is what our family's really gonna try to focus on uh, this particular season of our life. And then you wanna develop a plan of action right? So once you know what you want to do, then you got to figure out how you're going to get there. And you do that by developing that plan of action and remembering the golden rule of time management. Nobody get mad. Here it is. It's not time management. It's me management. It's me management. It's learning to manage 
your time yourself. And so I hear women say all the time, oh, I don't have time for that. It's not that we don't have time. It's that it's not a priority. This is my frustration with our unwillingness to take time out to be in the Bible or to spend time reading to our kids. It's not that we don't have time. It's that it's not a priority because when it's a priority, you learn how to make time. That's how it works. And so ask yourself, uh, where am I going with this list of priorities? And then how am I going to get there? So develop that plan of action. Sit down with your kids. Talk about what they want to do this holiday season. Maybe uh, maybe their list is going to really surprise you. Maybe they want to stay home. Who knows? Uh, find out. I'm always really happy when my kids want to stay home. <laughs> and the next thing you want to do is take the pulse of the relationships in your life. So I think in the culture that we live in, just busy, 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 go, 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 go. We often forget to take the pulse of the relationships in our life. And then the question we want to ask ourselves, I'm a huge fan of asking questions. That's why I said, start with asking what's important to me. How am I going to get there? And then the next question is, how do, how do others perceive me? Is my love of my children, is that relationship, would my kids go, yep, I'm at the top of my mom's priority list. I'm at the top of my dad's priority list. Is your husband saying, yep, I know that I am at the top of my wife's relationship list. Or husbands, does your wife know? That she is at the very, like if there's, you know, she's the person that you want to see at the end of every day. She's the person who uh, just makes your heart sing and who you want to invest in and you want to be, be around. She needs to know that. And so you got to ask yourself, am I coming across in this attempt to do all of these things? Have, are my relationships struggling? And so you take the pulse of the relationships in your life. And if the pulse of your family is racing, you got to find out why. And I know for me, and I wrote a book about this. If you haven't, uh, I wrote a book many years ago on time management. It's called The Busy Homeschool Mom's Got a Daylight, How to Fit Your Size uh, 12 Day into a Size 10. And the reason that I wrote it was because more often than not, I get questions from moms who are stressed out and struggling because they're not doing these basic things. So, uh, and also if you're not a homeschooler, that book will apply to you. If you work outside your home, if your life is just busy, uh, the Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight will really encourage and bless you. You can find that at my website or on Amazon, find it almost anywhere. But that's a great question to ask. How are the relationships in my life handling the stress that's in my life? Sometimes the stress that we bring on ourselves, right? So relationships should always come first. And mom, you are setting an example right now of civility and kindness and priorities, starting with the people who are closest in your life. So always the husband and wife relationship comes first. I know some of you guys get really mad whenever I say that, but can I just tell you right now, the Bible outlines that the marriage relationship is the most important relationship in your home. Every other relationship in your home will flow out of that one. And if you're so stressed out that you can't spend time with each other, if your marriage is struggling, I promise you, your kids will struggle. Nurture that relationship. It's the primary relationship in your home. And whatever else happens outside of that, Jessica, maybe this will help you. Whatever out, happens outside of that, can only be influenced for good. So if you're nurturing your relationship with your spouse out of an overflow of what God's doing between you and your spouse, you pour into your children. And out of an overflow of what God's doing with your children, you pour into your community. See what I mean? 
I think sometimes we get it backwards, particularly when we're busy. B is for busy and backward. (laughs) I think we get things backward. All right, here's the next question I want you to ask yourself. What are my limitations? What are your limitations? Every single one of us has limitations, so you need to learn to set boundaries. I know when I am overdone, because I will, my anxiety comes right back again. Many of you guys have read Becoming Mom Strong. You know I've had a lifelong struggle with anxiety. And you know what? I'm here to, to tell you right now, most of the anxiety I, I struggle with, I bring it on myself. I bring it on myself through overscheduling, through committing to things that I didn't ask the Lord about. There are certain things, right, that we can't help, right? Struggles that happen with your family or unforeseen hiccups in relationships. Struggles can come into your life that there's nothing you can do about. But so often we bring ourselves to the very, 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 very brink of what we can do. And then when a struggle comes our way, we have no emotional margin, no physical margin, no spiritual margin. And so because we don't have any margin and no boundaries, that turns into uh, a losing situation for our families, for our marriages, all the way around. So learn to set boundaries. Ask yourself, what are my limitations? And then build your boundaries based on your priorities. And the first thing that I have, that has been so, so helpful for me is to communicate my, my limitations with the people who are the closest to me. I start, I do this with my staff at MomStrong International. Obviously I do it with my family. But then outside of that, it's the people that I work with that I say, these are my limitations. This is where I know I'm gonna need help. If, if I enter into this area, I know I'm gonna struggle, I'm gonna need help. So then build your boundaries based on your priorities. Communicate those limitations to those who are closest to you. And then bend as things come up against those limitations, but don't break. So you don't want to be so rigid that you say, well, this is my limitation, so I'm not, I'm not doing that. And you, you really cross over into legalism, which we've talked about this before on the podcast. Legalism sucked the life right out of you. Ain't nobody got time for that. Anybody got time for uh, legalistic relationships? No good. So find out what your limitations are, set boundaries, build your boundaries based on your priorities, communicate your limitations to those that are closest to you. And then when it, when you've got some margin in your life, if you come up against that boundary, you can bend and it won't, and it won't break you. So important. If you want to find, if you, if you want to, bring some balance into your life. Uh, That's the way to do it. All right. I think I have time for one more question today. This question comes from a mom who wants to remain anonymous asking how she can uh, put her energy into having a successful marriage. She's saying, Heidi, my marriage is struggling. I can tell that I'm overcommitted. I'm not sure what to do. How do I bring it back to center? So, all right, sweet mom, this is for you. Uh, This really goes, and the reason I paired them together is because this really does go back to balance. We've got to learn how to bring balance into our homes, not to be so overcommitted and stressed out like we were talking about with Trisha Goyer, right? We want to bring it back to the priorities that we find in the word of God. And we recognize that a commitment to making your marriage the primary relationship in your home has to be the number one thing that you do. And so you ask yourself another question. Maybe you, should, maybe you could ask yourself, um, does my marriage reflect a child-centered home? Or does it reflect that the marriage is the primary relationship in the home? You got to remember, you guys, a strong marriage is foundational 
to a successful home. You're going to struggle if you're constantly putting your spouse on the back burner and just, hey, I'll get, I'll get to that relationship later. I've learned something and I've, well, observed, I guess I've observed and in observing, I'm learning that I think, and I wrote about this in Becoming Mom Strong, we are harder on the people that we love the most because those relationships, I believe, are the ones that are secure. So we're willing to give our spouse uh, the leftovers because, you know, what's your husband going to do? He's stuck with you, right? We're willing to give our kids the leftovers. Sometimes we're nicer to the checkout lady at Walmart than we are to our own family. Why? Because we don't want the lady at Walmart uh, to be angry with us. But oftentimes we're willing to give the people that we love the most leftovers. And your commitment to nurturing your marriage, and men, I'm talking to you too. If you want your wife to really respond to you, love her the way that the Lord wants you to love her. And sometimes that's hard. I mean, I think God as our creator knows us pretty well. He knows the women crave, they need to be loved to know that they're beautiful, that they're cherished, that they're wanted. And women, your husband needs you to respect him. That means that you're careful how you talk to him. And you're certainly careful how you talk about him. These principles, I'm telling you, straight out of the word of God. Husbands, you're called to love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. You know what he did for her? He died. He laid his life down. And so often what I see in marriages right now is that we're, we're selfish. And then I watch the, you know, the feminist movement, which is having a devastating effect on our relationships uh, in marriage, our relationships between men and women in the culture. Women, you don't have to tear down uh, uh, one gender to build yours up. We want to commit to loving our spouse the way that God instructs us to love him. The marriage is the primary, uh, the primary relationship in the home. We need to really understand, too, the heart of communication. I think so often we miss it. I loved, uh, I can't remember the name of the guy. I'll try to link back to him in the show notes. But remember he did a series called Laugh Your Way to a Better, oh, it's Mark Gungor. I'll link back to him. If you've never watched Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, uh, do it. Buy it. I don't care uh, where how much it costs, buy it, it's worth it. He has an, a very, very good analogy of what it's like to kind of live inside the, the mind of a man and what it's like to live inside the mind of a woman. We're different. And we got to understand the heart of communication is should always be to understand the other person. It kind of comes down to uh, that priority that we were talking about a few minutes ago. You know, anytime you have things out of balance, then the rest of your family is going to struggle. So the second thing I would say is just really learn uh, to communicate effectively with your spouse. The goal of communication is always understanding. It's to put yourself in the shoes of that other person and try to figure out where they're coming from. And if both parties are interested in doing that, bingo, you got a good thing going on. All right. So you might want to you think about you know steps to communication, right? We ask questions. We listen. We become a safe place for our spouse. Don't play emotional games, women. Don't do that. No drama, mama. Don't play emotional games with your spouse. It's amazing to me how many women I talk to uh, who do what we've done since we were 12 years old. We, we give them the silent treatment. We withhold sex because, you know, now we've used it as a bartering tool. Don't do that. 
Be a safe place for your husband. Be honest. Be respectful. Men, learn to communicate how much you love your wife to her. One of the things I love about my husband, and we're coming up on, uh, we'll celebrate 30 years uh, on our next anniversary, 30 years of marriage. And one of the things I love about my husband, almost every day without fail, he will tell me that I'm beautiful. And you know what that does? It makes me want to be beautiful. It's the simple things. Communicate your love uh, to your husband. Communicate your love to your wife. I'm going to leave you. I'm pretty much out of time, but I'll leave you with one other thing I was thinking about as we're sort of talking this through, and that is to be committed to uh, emotional and sexual intimacy. Marriage was designed by God, I don't care what the culture says, to be a one flesh relationship. He wants you to be one flesh emotionally and physically and spiritually. And so maybe it's time to sort of sit down and reevaluate if both of you are committed to that intimacy in your marriage. It's easy to focus on the other person, right? And say, well, he's not, he's not committed. But I'm going to encourage you to look in the mirror today and say, am I committed? Rather than saying, Lord, change my husband or change my wife, we can say, Father, change me. Change me. There's power in doing life the way God asks us to do it. Every principle that I've laid out for you, everything we've talked about today, it comes out of the word of God. Why? Because God's our creator. He knows us. He knows us and he loves us and he has good things for us. So that's it today. I am out of time. In fact, I'm over time. I'm so sorry. If you have a question that you would like to have addressed at the podcast, shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. Be sure to pick up a copy of Prayers for the Battlefield and join us as we study the Word of God at MomStrong International every day of the week, momstronginternational.com. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.